Hey there, everybody. This is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace Fruit Journey. So glad that you are with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We are in 1 Kings 19. Now, there's been some phenomenal things going on in the last three or four chapters, if you've been with us. We've been following the life of the prophet Elijah. Now, there's a bunch of guys in the Old Testament that are important. Obviously, they all are. <laughs> but Elijah is uniquely important for a number of reasons. One, because of the truly miraculous God-involved realities that he walked through. I mean, stopping up the heavens from raining for three years, uh, calling fire down from the sky to consume a wet offering. I mean, just amazing thing after amazing thing he's been involved with. And I got to tell you, Elijah has stood strong. Just to give you a little background, just so you remember, Ahab's been king. He's married to a gal named Jezebel. Jezebel was horrible. <laughs> I mean, you know, you hear a lot of biblical names today, like people name their kids biblical names, you know, Peter, John, Paul, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you never hear Jezebel. <laughs> you hear Mary, right? Yeah, but you never hear Jezebel. There's a reason for that. She was a horrible, horrible person. And so she got together. She was a Baal worshiper and killed all the prophets of God. And so Elijah was the only true prophet of God left. He's been in a cave hiding, right? Because Jezebel was coming after him. And so he wanted to hear from the Lord. So he goes out and he says, just, this was the last episode. If you haven't listened to it, you want to go back and listen to it. But, but he goes, he goes out and he says, I heard the strong wind, but God wasn't in the wind. I heard an earthquake. He wasn't in the earthquake. I, there was a fire, but God wasn't in the fire. But then he said, I heard a still small voice. And that's when God spoke a phenomenal biblical principle right there. Profound. Sometimes when everything around you is falling apart, when things are just in upheaval, I mean, people at your job are quitting, you're having to hire new employees, your relationships are going bad, your kids have lost their last functioning brain cell. <laughs> I mean, so it seems, right? It's in those times that you just want to yell and scream and you want God to shout from the mountaintop or put a billboard up so you know where to turn in your life, right? You, that's what you want. But sometimes it's in those moments that he speaks in a still, small voice. So you have to still yourself before the Lord. You got to get quiet before the Lord so you can hear. Open your Bible and go to a place. Turn the phone off. Turn the TV off. Shut your computer down. Open up your Bible and, and hear from the Lord. So that's where we are. I want to reread you verse 14. We covered it last time. I want to read it to you. Then we're going to continue on today. So here's what he says. He said, now look, Lord, I have been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. For the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant. This is Elijah talking. He's praying to the Lord. He's saying, God, I have been all about you, only you. When everybody else turned away, I stayed firm. When all the other prophets were killed, people I had a relationship with, I didn't turn to Baal. I didn't chicken out. I stayed firm with you. He said, and the people of Israel, all the people have forsaken your covenant. They've thrown down your altars and killed your prophets with a sword. And I, even only I am left. And now they seek my life to take it away. He goes before the Lord with an honest prayer. Now, look, sometimes it makes seem like we go before the Lord in our prayers and we're complaining. God can handle your complaint. Yeah, but he's the God of creation. I should Listen, he knows what's going to come out of your mouth before you think it in your head. You ever think about that? Before you speak a word, the Psalms tell us, the Lord knows your thoughts before you even speak a word. So if it's in your head, it might as well be honestly taken before the Lord. It's only, listen, it's only in that honest prayer 
that God meets you and begins to reshape and reform your life. If you're playing a shell game with God with your thoughts and your words, if that's how you're doing it, God doesn't draw near that. But an honest, heartfelt prayer, God will draw near. Now, he may not give you a yes, but he's going to deal with you and help you grow through that opportunity. So Elijah's just being honest. He's saying, look, Lord, they're coming after me. I've stood firm. What's going on? So in the next few verses, you got to follow this. God is, say, is going to say to Elijah in a very clear way, I'm not done. You got to hold on. You got to keep walking in obedience. Now that might be for you today. God might be saying to you right there where you are, you have to keep walking in obedience. So here's what he says. It says, and the Lord said to him, go now, return your way to the wilderness by the, by the way of the wilderness of Damascus. And when you arrive, you shall anoint Hazel to be king over Syria. Okay. First thing you need to do. And then Jehu, the son of Nimishi, you shall anoint king over Israel. So you have one over Syria, one over Israel. And Elisha, not Elijah, Elisha, the son of Shaphat, the, of Abel Meholoah, you shall anoint to be prophet in your place. So he's saying, okay, Elijah, you're tired. I get it. I'm going to help you find your replacement. And it's this guy, Elisha, right? You're going to know him to be prophet. And the one who escapes from the sword of Hazel shall Jehu put to death. And the one who escapes from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha put to death. Yet I will leave 7,000 in Israel, all the knees that have not bowed to Baal and every mouth that has not kissed him. So here's what God says. You're going to anoint these guys. They're going to step forward and all your enemies, all the people that opposed me, I am now going to bring a reckoning. I am, I, I'm going to balance the books. I'm coming to balance the books. You still got to walk with me. You still, you still have to obey, but I'm going to balance the books. That's what you might need to hear today. You might feel rejected, neglected, abused. You might feel like God has not had anything to do with your life. And you're just sitting there going, man, I just, I just wish God would help. Don't quit. Don't quit. Keep walking in obedience. And God is going to do in your life what he's planned to do from the beginning of your life. And you know what's going to happen? <laughs> you're going to find unbelievable grace for your journey every step of the way. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much. And Lord, I pray that we will not give up because you are on the way. And we know that to be true. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God's blessings on you. Love you. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.